Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we'll look at how the team's going to line up for Gamic 25, including the transfer trends and the talking points for this game week. It's a blank and double game week, and if you missed the video on which players to buy, that'll be on screen at the end. Right before we get into it, today's video has been sponsored by Fantasy Football League. FFL's a new, free fantasy game for iOS where you can play fantasy football in multiple leagues at the same time. If you want a front free of Messi, Haaland, and Lewandowski, there's nothing stopping you. Or if you only trust your Premier League knowledge, then pick an FPL-based team. There's no right or wrong way to play. You can select players from the Premier League, La Liga, Champions League, Serie A and many more. Click the link at the top of the description to play now with me, and the link will also auto-join my mini-league. Big thanks to Fantasy Football League for supporting the channel, and you can support the channel too by playing. To get the app and join my league, click the link below, or go to ffl.co forward slash FPLfocal now. Start with a quick look back at how last game it went. 59 points to allow, enough for a green arrow, but the biggest disappointment was Haaland, who registered 0.73 xG and failed to score against Forest. If he went elsewhere with your captaincy, well played. It's the sort of bold decision that we require now to get a more respectable rank. City conceded from pretty much any chance of the game, which could have been a nice swing, as we made the call to bench Kepa in light of the early news that James and Thiago Silva were missing from the squad. Fernandes pitched in with a parting gift, 12 points from 2 assists and 3 bonus, even beating Rashford for bonus who scored twice. It's time to play more aggressively this week and a hit or two are planned, so let's have a look at how the team's lining up and the transfer plans. Edison's away to Bournemouth this week, who over the season have registered a total of 19.3 xG which ranks rock bottom. Next lowest is Crystal Palace with 22 xG. They've taken 36 shots fewer than any other team. A clean sheet here is an absolute must. One clean sheet in Man City's last seven games isn't good enough, and when you look at some fixtures like the Villa game, where Villa scored from a grand total of 0.28 xG all game, there has been some underperformance in that respect. The back three is Gabriel Patterson and Akanji. Arsenal's last clean sheet was all the way back in game week 20 in the North London derby. They need to improve in that respect as well. It's a great double game week on paper, away to Leicester and home to Everton. One big weakness of this team is no Saka, but after weighing it up, it's not worth selling Gabriel as part of a hit when there's other players in the team that don't play at all. Patterson joins a long list of injuries we've had to deal with this season. 
In my eyes, he makes a cameo off the bench at best this game week, so a minus eight is on the cards and we'd have him first on the bench. Dyche has no reason to drop Coleman given his recent form, including a goal last game week, two clean sheets in the last three. Akanji completes the defence and he'll likely get the nod ahead of Patterson if there is a benching decision to be made. He's been a nightmare transfer, having been benched once all season when we picked him up, followed by three consecutive benchings the week we grabbed him. That said, Akanji's floor is one point if he comes off the bench and his ceiling six points if he starts and keeps a clean sheet. Meanwhile, Patterson's floor is probably one point and his ceiling two points, chasing the upside. There's some surgery planned for the midfield this week. It's Odegaard, Andreas, Bruno and Almiron. Odegaard was outstanding in the Villa win, picking up all three bonus from just an assist. Saka leads him by a point over the season now. Interestingly, Saka has one double-digit return this season, while Odegaard has six. Saka has 12 points to Odegaard's 21. However, Saka has returned in more games and he's the more consistent player in that respect. Andreas is one of the best enablers I can ever remember in FPL, certainly in midfield. 10 attacking returns this season and only 4.4 mil now. A perfect week to call on him. The FA Cup 5th round is in the midweek that follows game week 25. Leeds and Fulham play one another that fixture. If Leeds knock Fulham out, then it's an absolutely massive impact on game week 28, as both Liverpool and Fulham won't blank that week. I'd like to avoid free hitting game week 28 if possible and use Liverpool and Fulham assets that week instead. Fernandes has been a good transfer all in all. He'll remain a good asset this season and he might find his way back into the team later on. Only De Bruyne's created more chances and big chances this season than Fernandes. He is one guaranteed transfer out though and it's Salah who'll be coming in and he'll be captain. 2.8 mil in the bank so we've got exact money available for the move. But several other transfers are being planned on top of Salah, more on that at the end. Liverpool have looked better than the past couple of games and Salah has returned in both for 17 points across two games. It's the sort of returns you'd be very happy with if it were to happen in a double game week. The front three is Kane and Ketty and Haaland. Kane's been outstanding all season and it's a very tough sell but he's likely to be leaving the team as well. In each of the last two games he's only taken one shot in the box, 0.18 xG and 0.07 xG total for those games. Before the last two, the last time he only took one shot in the box was back in game week one. Perhaps Spurs are missing Conte, perhaps Ben Tancor as well, probably even both. It is a gamble given his consistency this season. Bentancur is out for the season. Conte could be back around game week 27. Nketiah owners can feel very unfortunate with 1.88 xG in his last four games but no goals scored, just a single assist. The pressure is on with Jesus expected to return in a few weeks. Back in game week 21, Nketiah looked undroppable after two goals against Man United to make it four goals and five since the restart. No Saka is the major weakness of this team, but if Nketiah can get back to goal-scoring ways and Odegaard chips in, then it won't matter. Likewise, one clean sheet across the two games with Gabriel would be decent enough. Nketiah gets the vice-captaincy. Haaland completes the 11, and in many ways, it's nice to have a game where we're forced to make a decision for captaincy. You could certainly still back him. Over the season, Bournemouth are third worst for expected goals conceded. Over the last six game weeks, they're not much better in fifth worst. Considering the quality available to us as alternative captains in the likes of Saka, Salah, Nketiah, Erdegaard etc. It's worth betting on the double gimmick player over Haaland. We'll skip over the bench this week as none have a fixture besides Kepa. So an ambitious minus 8 is being weighed up this week which is Fernandez to Salah, Kane to Darwin, Shaw to Alexander-Arnold and Amron to McNeil. This replaces three blank gimmick players with doublers and all four have a double this week. 
In a perfect world, Leeds beat Fulham in the FA Cup next week as well, which means that Liverpool and Fulham get that Game Week 28 fixture, which would mean that we'd be bringing in three players this week that also play that week, thus saving on the chip. If we stick to these four transfers and Patterson drops to the bench for Alexander-Arnold, and then Bruno, Almiron and Kane become Salah, McNeil and Darwin. Darwin picked up a knock last gaming, but he is fine and he's back in training. One goal and one assist in his last two matches, much like Salah. There is a chance that he comes off early though, with Jota and Firmino both available options to club. So McNeil's a pretty uninspiring pick, but it's slim pickings among the budget mids. It won't be in Sarabia also options. McNeil is the one taking corners, and it was him who assisted Tarkovsky's winner against Arsenal a few weeks back. There is the option to keep hold of McNeil until Gamic 28 as well, as Everton don't blank that week. Alternatively, he could leave the team immediately for Matoma or March, who have Southampton home in Gamic 26, followed by a double game week. Let's take a moment to talk about the free hit as well. I had considered making a free hit team video, but in my eyes it's not worth using this week. Despite the probable minus 8 hit, it's not been my thinking to use it at any point this week. Let's discuss the pros and cons. The pro is that if you use it now, then you can load up on 3 Liverpool, 3 Arsenal, maybe 3 Everton assets as well, who will double. That said, pretty much all of us have 3 Arsenal assets already. This is the latest graphic from Mikhail Togvam, which projects the number of fixtures in future game weeks. 1.0 indicates 1 fixture, 2.0 indicates 2. So the simple question to ask here is, if you free hit now, what's your plan in game week 28, game week 29 and game week 32? Those are more significant game weeks coming up, game week 28 is a blank, Gimmick 32 is a blank, and Gimmick 29 is the biggest double gimmick of the season in all likelihood. In Gimmick 28, there might only be 5 or 10 games that go ahead. If Gimmick 29 is likely to be the biggest double of the season, do you really want to free hit in 3 Arsenal players and 3 Liverpool players to double this week, when in Gimmick 29 you could free hit in a full 11 that double? Or if you don't free hit in Gimmick 29, perhaps you wildcard that week instead, in which case you could free hit in Gimmick 32 instead. In a nutshell, although a minus 8 is not ideal this week, most of us can scrape through with a hit or two. Our teams are all different though, so if your team is plagued with injuries and blanks, and maybe if you can only field 4 or 5 players, then it's an understandable decision to free hit. So for that reason, no chip will be used this week. Gaming 20 is the absolute earliest one will be considered. Thanks for watching today's video, and if you'd like to follow my team and other FPL content, make sure you subscribe him. I read all your comments, so drop one below of your plans. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.